The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Today is Saturday, July 15th, 2023, day two of Exotica Miami. I am your host, Fabi Chulo, here live at the Miami Airport Convention Center for the largest adult expo in the nation, where anyone and everyone can explore their wild side. It is day two, and through these podcast episodes, you are going to feel as if you are in the middle of this phenomenal convention. Stay tuned for interviews with some of your favorite porn stars, content creators, cam models, and sex works. You might also hear interviews with some of the vendors as well. You're also going to get a front row seat at several of the seminars that are part of the Exotica Seminar Series. So, what are we waiting for? Our exclusive coverage of Exotica Miami, day two, starts in three, two, one. This is Papi Chulo here at Exotica Miami 2023 with one of the sex birds, Fairy Sex Mother. How are you doing, Fairy? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. How are you enjoying yourself in Miami? Miami is a vibe. I love the weather. I love the energy here. Everyone's so nice and so cool, and everyone's just coming, like, just giving all the compliments. And I love it. It's just so fun. Now, I went to your seminar. Okay. It was really good. You were hella entertaining, incredibly informative. What, what I thought was really interesting this time around is uh, Miami, the crowd, the, the audience that was at the seminar, they were very interactive and very receptive to what you were saying. I loved it. I, I appreciate everything. I like when people talk back to me because when they're not responding to me, I feel like I'm boring and I'm dull. And I don't want to be a boring bro person because when it comes to your sex life, you don't want boring sex. You don't want dull sex. You don't want quiet just ooh, ah, bedroom type thing. You want to be engaging. You want to be interactive. You want to look them in the eyes. You want to talk. You want to feel. You want to touch. You want to fuck. You know, all those fun things. I like to get that kind of energy in my seminars. I love that. And you certainly brought the vibe. Now, for, for the listeners that are tuning in that might not know who you are, can you share with them who the Fairy Sex Mother is? Yes, my name is Fairy. Fairy Sex Mother for the lengthy and Fairy for short. I am an erotic mindset coach. I'm a soon-to-be sex therapist. I get my therapy license in June. I'm super excited about that. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's Your Erotic Fairy. Y-O-U-R-E-R-O-T-I-C-F-A-I-R-Y. And then for Twitter, it's Fairy Sex Mother. M-U-T-H-A. Now, your seminar was all about sex toys and how to use them properly and that sort of thing. What do you think is the biggest misconception about toy play? That toys will ever replace an actual human. A lot of people think just because like you want to use your vibrator a lot or you want to use your dildo or anal ploy, whatever toy it may be, you use it to the point where it's just like, damn, is a human ever going to satisfy you or ever going to satisfy me or ever satisfy another person? They're always going to be able to satisfy you. Toys, again, like I said in my seminar, they're your bridesmaids or your groomsmen. They're here to help. They're here to assist. They're never here to replace. So if you have the feeling like, oh, a toy is going to replace me or take away who I am as a human to please another human, it's never going to do that. It's always there as your assistant, as your guide, as your best friend at all times. 
And something else that you referenced that I think is really important for the listeners to just to sort of hit them over the head over it again during our conversation right now is the fact that lube should be your best friend. Lube is not a threat. People think when you use lube, like me, I'm a valuable owner, and sometimes I get a little dry in the bedroom. That is okay. It's normal. I have moments when my period is coming on or I'm off my period. I'm ovulating. I'm horny. I'm emotional. I'm hormonal. You got to use lube sometimes just to help you get through the motion of the ocean. And even you use a lube all the time. It's not a bad thing because it's made to help you in the bedroom. And if you don't ask for help, don't ask for assistance, then are you really learning anything in life? So you have to think about it like that. No, that's incredibly true. What has been, have you noticed at all like any trends in regards to when the the show attendees, they've been coming up to you and asking you questions about particular things? Has there been any trends here in Miami? Particularly about anal, and I appreciate that because a lot of people don't realize that anal play is a really beautiful, fun, experimental thing. It does take time and a lot of patience, but I was very surprised by the crowd just being so interested in anal play because Miami is just known to be like the wild party type, live it up type city. And it comes to find out, people are just like, I want to be intimate, secluded. I want to be emotional and protected and anal gives them that kind of protection just as much as BDSM or vibrators or dildos so yeah anal play has been a really big conversation here that's interesting did you go to Chicago I did I did what was the trend at Chicago in Chicago it was definitely BDSM equipment specifically for floggers and paddles Chicago was very kink play um kink vibe fetish vibe driven Miami is more like well how can I get wild how can I get freakier how can I get nastier or naughtier that's incredibly fascinating. That, that, it's, it's interesting. Chicago is kink play. Miami is a little bit letting loose yeah. and trying something a little different. You know, maybe for the women that have never had anal, you know, trying to figure out, you know, exactly how to do it. That's incredibly interesting how, you know, different cities have different trends. Yes, yes. In New Jersey last year, New Jersey was more... You know what, New Jersey was a little bit versed. You had the vibrator gang, you had the anal play gang, and then you had the BDSM fetish play type people. But then also in New Jersey, what you had was the more of like the mentally stable, the mentally, mental stable ones. The ones that are like, I want more verbal play. I want to introduce some more foreplay. I want to be able to talk to, lust on, lusted on, without having to use all the physical things that we always like to play with in the bedroom. Now, something that I want to ask you about is because we are coming out sort of ish of, of the era of the pandemic where a lot of us were very isolated. You know, if you were single, you know, you might have been alone. And so now, you know, people are going out, they're starting to date a little bit more. We're a little bit more freer. What are you, what is your take on for someone out there that's listening that maybe, you know, hasn't gone on out, gone out on a lot of dates, hasn't had a lot of sex because of the pandemic, because they were trying to take care of themselves, you know, how to initiate that intimate play again? For one, take care of yourself, take care of your energy. Because we were inside for a very long time and we were just stuck in our own little shell for a hot little minute, there's a lot of things that we have to relearn about ourselves. We are used to waking up and having a routine. Wake up, get ready for work, go to school, go to die, 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 die. And then you had to sit down for a really long time, figure out what your routine is to get yourself back in that groove of like getting up, getting ready, getting dressed. Because how you present yourself to the world is how the world receives you. So definitely figure out, are you trying to present to the world that you are this sexually liberated, erotic, person? Are you trying to 
represent like you are a quiet freak, like you know, a lady in the streets with a freak in the bed, whatever type of vibe you're looking for, looking for yourself for sure. And then when you get out into the dating world, just be honest with yourself. Always know that if you feel like this energy is right for you to have that one night stand, then go for it and just see what happens. And make sure you all protect yourself and always get tested. Use protection, use lube, use condoms, those kind of things. And if you're out there trying to get into the dating world and you want to physically date and find love, then honestly, look at yourself and ask yourself, what kind of love do I need in order to succeed in life? What kind of love do I need to be the next person that I'm ready to be in that next set of lifestyles? I love that. Now, not to get all political, but okay. I mean, we live we live in a political world. I mean, let's just be for real. So yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. We are in Florida. I live in Florida. You're here in Florida now for this convention. Were you at all worried about anything in regards to, especially how the governor and this state has been so um, extremely conservative in their values? Were you at all worried as a sexpert coming here? You're at the sexpert corner. You're giving seminars. What has been your observation here with the crowd you know are you are you seeing that you know even though political figures here in this state are extremely conservative about sex and sexuality are the attendees a little bit more open and freer about learning for sure I think but I think no one takes the government seriously in Florida. That's what I've learned since moving here. I do see that a lot of the attendees are more like, the governor is saying, uh, you know, this isn't right, this isn't okay. But I like it, so what makes this great? And how can I benefit? How can I learn? How can I expand? How can I grow from this? And I appreciate that. And I was worried at first when I first moved down here, because I'm really from a different state. But I'm from all Republican states. And they all have the same kind of ideology and goals and stuff. And the only thing that really scared me was the abortion ban. And what I did with my company was we started a program, well not a program, but we did a fundraiser where we raised money for Plan B or Planned Parenthood. And we donated money to Planned Parenthood after I did a, a Zoom call or a live event for my fans and my followers. I love that. Props to you. Yes. Props on the philanthropic uh, effort. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Very nice. And one thing that I want to give you props on, and one thing that I love about Exotica, and especially as, as the, the, the resident expert, Tyomi Morgan, what she's been trying to do is really show a spotlight, spot, show a spotlight, really put a spotlight on BIPOC uh, sex births. And so I, I love that she's been able to really sort of, you know, I'm Latino, and it's great to see sex experts that sort of look like me, that look like my family and that sort of thing, talking about things that, you know, I'll be honest, like growing up, we didn't really talk about. Like exactly. when here in Florida, and I'm sure it is elsewhere in the country, when you come from a POC background, whether you're Latin X or whether you're black, whether you're Asian, you usually come from a very conservative sort of family type of upbringing. And so seeing that representation is incredibly important. And I feel like you as sort of like being there on the stage, you must see it when people are sort of shaking their head as they're listening to you talk and that sort of thing. I want to get your take on just representation in the sexpert world. Yes, it means so much because growing up, I, as a black woman, I really didn't see a lot of black women like myself, full-figure black women at that, like myself, really putting themselves out there as like sexually liberated women. It was always kind of like chastised. We should, we were always looked at as like the housewives, the women who should be at home, 
while our husbands or boyfriends, whatever, are outside with whatever, doing things with whoever. And I really appreciate being in a space where I can be my sexually liberated self, my sexually educated self. I can look like myself and be myself and still be able to help other people grow as a person and expand more knowledge. And I appreciate Tayomi every day, the efforts that she's put into this and how much she's helped me as a person and as a black woman to just be more comfortable in this space. She's actually one of my role models and Jet Set Jasmine's another role model of mine who have definitely set the tone and the standard for what it means to be a black woman, a POC person in this space. And shout out to them for being awesome people. It's great to see sort of like the sex positivity being shown in various different shades. Mm -hmm. But what's also interesting, this could be a whole different conversation, but BIPOCs okay. and sort of kink shaming, you know, and that sort of thing. I don't know if you want to speak on that for a moment. Oh, yeah, I hate it. I don't like, to be honest, and that's most, most anyone in the sex industry, a lot of us genuinely do not like the fact that you come up to us and be like, oh, because you're Latina. I'm, I want to be interested in you because you're Latina. Well, what about because of the fact that I'm smart or I'm educated or the fact that I'm driven, the fact that I'm creative, the fact that I can hold a 10-minute conversation and not be boring for those entire 10 minutes or more. It's always about skin complexion or color or aesthetic. And while aesthetic is a beautiful thing to have, and something beautiful to present, there is still the person on the inside, there's still the personality, there's still the, the conversation, the motives and the active. So yeah, fetishizing me because of my skin is like, all right, you like my skin complexion, but did you see that I can write a 10 page paper in like 25 minutes? Impressive. So you know, just not a big fan of it, but it is, it kind of comes with the industry, but I choose to how I'm gonna deal with it and figure out how I'm gonna deal with those kind of people with that kind of energy. Now, can you repeat for the listeners where they can find you on the web, social media, all of the important links on where they can get more information on you? For sure. You can follow me on Instagram at Your Erotic Fairy. You can follow me on Twitter at Fairy Sex Mother. Mother is spelled M-U-T-H-A. And you can also just Google Fairy Sex Mother, M-U-T-H-A, and all my other links and websites and stuff will pop up. Fantastic. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. Thank you for so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming to my seminar. I really, really appreciate it. I get so happy. It was fantastic. Yay. It was so damn good. Thank Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in. If you want more information on this podcast or any of our other adult industry-oriented podcasts, please visit poppychuloradio.com slash afterdark. You can also find Papichula Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. It's at Papichulo one-on-one. It's simply at Papichulo, the number one, the word on, and the number one. And listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. This is Papi Chulo coming to you live from Exotica, Miami, 2023. Until next time.